As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Run Lovers. I hope you're having a fantastic and wonderful, because why can't we have both Tuesday? Welcome back to my podcast, and if it's your first time here, I'm Caleb Hardy, the host of Crocheting Worlds, the podcast, and you're listening to Crocheting Worlds, the podcast, episode 9. So what are we going to talk about today? That is a wonderful question, and let me bring you the scoop. So I'm pretty sure you guys are dying to figure out what happened, where, why can't I talk today? Oh my gosh. So, um... Oh my gosh, I can't talk. So on last week's podcast, episode eight, I ended off talking about some first crochet hooks and how I accidentally bought a hook. And then after I bought the correct hook after, even though I wasn't supposed to. Um, so anyways, I'm going to talk about what happened after that because I received my hook earlier this week. Then we're going to be talking about some WIPs, which are also known as work in progresses, which is basically projects you're currently working on. And I would also say projects you are planning to start working on slash have already bought in the yarn to start working on. Even though you're probably never going to get to it, your yarn's just going to sit there. But that is not the point. WIP vibes. And then we're going to be talking about my crochet journey. And that's basically, you know, how I'm a crocheter, how I'm like crocheting and (laughs) the journey, I guess. Like the journey of how I started and how like a lot not the car honking in the background of the video video episode um but like just like how this all started and how i've really gotten to like my high oh my gosh how this all started and how i've gotten to where i am today and how like especially a lot has happened since quarantine started which is almost been a year now which is kind of sad so we are definite so we are definitely going to be getting into that today let's start So let's start with the first crochet hook. Now this isn't going to take too long. It's actually really quick and it I wasn't hoping for it to be dramatic, but I was also hoping it I was also hoping for it to be dramatic because then it would be a good story for today's podcast. Or as my um little sister has to do in school, hashtag personal narratives. I don't know what that is, but if you have to do that, um my deepest apologies. So 
basically last week I was telling how I actually bought a crochet hook and whatever. And then after the hook that I actually wanted came in stock, which was the Supernova and how I bought it. So fast forward to this week. I want to say this week, Monday or Tuesday. I want to say Tuesday. I want to say Monday or Tuesday. The hook came in. I got an eight millimeter Supernova, which is never in stock. So, you know, I had to buy it because it's never in stock. I've been trying to get those forever. And usually when it is in stock, I don't have the money for it. And when I do have the money for it, I save it for like two months and I can never find it in stock. So this was the one time where I technically had money, but technically also didn't have money. And it was also in stock. So I just bought it. So anyways, first of all, the hook is so good. Like it's so pretty. So there's like teal and pink on it. And it's like, it's like a mixture of teal, pink, and like, some like dark blues and there's like glitter maybe i want to say glitter it's like it's sparkly you know it's magical that's the word it's basically a magic wand in a hook i don't know how i can explain that any better but it's like a magic wand but in a hook so anyways what happened was my parents said i was only allowed to get one hook well they didn't technically say i was allowed to get one hook but they they technically said that but also at the same time they technically didn't say that which led me to which led me to buying the second hook and um first of all they think that buying a hook that costs like 25 bucks is like the most ridiculous thing ever and like sorry but like i need my crochet hooks and it's funny because i bought in three four crochet hooks in my whole life and they're all the exact same size which means i have to buy more because i only have eight millimeters and i'm starting to invest more in worsted weight yarn this year which means i need to buy more smaller sized hooks so rip my big account um anyways but but i am trying these um they're like these like wooden marble hooks that we crochet official sent over to me and i've tried it all i've tried the 6.5 i want to say 6.5 or 6 and that hook is awesome and i feel like that hook can also be used for tunisian crochet for beginners because i don't really want to go like buy like a fancy tunisian crochet hook if it's not for me and I feel like that hook is perfect because I've been watching um, Teal Yarn Crafts, you know, Tony. I've been watching her YouTube videos and like she made a YouTube video of like what type of hook is good and these have like a flat base. And then we crochet official hooks have a flat base. So I was like, okay, we see each other. We see each other. Anyways, basically what happened was, so I was in the middle of online school, which was, I told her while I was in school. So she, I, I, nothing could happen because, you know, I'm on camera. Like everyone's just staring at me which does make me feel very self-conscious. But anyways, um, so my mom just got back from work and I'm in the middle of school. I'm like, hey mom, do you want to see this hook I got or whatever? And then she says, sure. So I showed her the hook and she's like, you got another one? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. I was like, yeah. And then I like pull out my notebook pretending that the teacher is saying something that I have to write down. Changes the subject vibes very much because I was not trying to get in trouble oh awkward but yeah that's basically what happened it's nothing dramatic i wish it was more dramatic like i'm sorry i'm so sorry if i overhyped that i wanted it to be more dramatic for you guys but like it literally wasn't even dramatic it was just like a okay peace sign hashtag good for you type of vibes but yeah now let's talk about my crochet journey because actually i'm gonna props to somebody because um Two hours ago. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. So this whole entire week, I had a set plan. And I said, 
Okay, for today's podcast, we're going to talk about WIPs and crochet TikTok trends. And then today comes along, and I was going to come record this, and then I realized it's kind of hard to talk about the TikTok trends and stuff if you guys can't see the videos. And like, I know, and there's, there's like YouTube videos where they're like, uh, looking at these type of trends and they show the videos, but I realized I can't show the videos on here. So describing it would be like really hard to do. And then you guys would just be like bored out of your minds. And I was like, okay, let's change the subject. So right after that happened, I put on my Instagram story at Crocheting World. I said, um, podcast ideas, please. And then literally less than two minutes. Once I'm pulling it up, less than two minutes of me putting this lala underscore m underscore g r e n e o greeny green said your crochet journey and i was like yes that is like awesome i don't honestly i don't know why i haven't thought about that because like that's honestly a good idea and a lot of people ask me all the time i'm like it's a long story but um let's get into today i've kind of talked about it why to talk about it on the she show last year in like September I think it was so you should definitely check that out because it's amazing and let's get into it so I learned to crochet okay restart wait restart restart. wait restart okay that was like such a horrible intro like where is the dramatic intro Caleb so 2019 Yes. So 2019, in the month of like March, I said, I want to learn knitting. And I think it's because I've been like seeing like a bunch of like knitted sweaters and blankets and stuff on like Pinterest and stuff. So I was like, I want to learn knitting. Now, keeping the key word right now, I said knitting, not crocheting. I'm saying knitting. In March 2019, I said, I want to learn knitting. So I'm, why am I crocheting now? Well, tuned in to figure out. Also, before I start, I want to say if you guys can please download this video, would really, really appreciate it. Just click the three dots and click download this video. And then I think on um, Apple Podcasts, it's something like Save It or something like that. If you could please download it, it really helps me out. It's free and takes up no space on your device. Okay, let's continue. So keyword was knitting. In the month of March 2019, I wanted to learn knitting, not crocheting. So why am I crocheting now? Hmm, great question. So, it was the month of March, and I said, I want to learn knitting. And then I was thinking about it, and I said, oh my gosh, my aunt knows how to knit, because I've seen her make some knit dolls before. So, I texted her, and I was like, hey, when I come over for the summer, can you teach, hey, when I come over for the summer, can you teach me knitting? And I was coming over that summer, because I usually go over in, like, the summers for vacation, and, you know, just like a little, a little getaway, hashtag main character vibes, hashtag, you know, don't speak broke. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, can you teach me knitting? And she was like, sure, but Caleb, I don't knit. I was like, what do you mean you don't knit? I've seen the dolls. She was like, I crochet. And I was like, is there a difference? Is there a difference? Because at the time, I didn't know that, that there was a difference between like knitting and crocheting. And I was like okay so I looked up crocheting and I was like it literally looks like the same thing I one of us is probably just calling it wrong so I was just like yeah sure same thing whatever you know I'll learn crocheting and she's like okay 
And that is always the funniest thing to me because um, I make so many videos about like how it's like funny when people call crocheting knitting. And it's funny because I literally thought that knitting, that crocheting was knitting when I first wanted to learn. So it's kind of funny though because I always make so many videos about it. But like I'm the one I that used to be me. That used to be me. And I'm over here acting like I never did that. Like, who who is that? Who is that? Like, no, that that's me. That's me right there. And then, and then, so summer came. I went over, you know, and she said, let's, oh, first we went to Joanne's. And I don't, this wasn't my, this wasn't my first time in Joanne's, but this was my first time in Joanne's in the yarn section. And let me say, I still remember this day. Oh wait, I don't remember if it was it was Joanne's. This is oh my gosh, I literally still remember this day. I don't know, I don't know. Maybe this is why Joanne's is my favorite store. Like some sentimental value things. I don't know, but like that was the first craft store I actually like went in for yarn. So we were going in, and about the week before, she sent me like this pattern for like a shark beanie. Obviously, I didn't know how to read a pattern, but she was saying, "Hey, do you like this shark beanie? We can make these." And I was like, sure. And I actually still have that shark beanie and I'll post a picture on it um, later today. And by today, I mean the day I'm posting this. So this Tuesday on my Instagram story, just so you guys can see it. And then if you guys aren't watch, listening to this on the Tuesday I post this, um, I show it on the She Show. So you can just go on there. It's on Facebook Live. But anyways, I was like, sure, let's, let's, do, let's do this. So it was that Tuesday. So we went to the um joanne's and she was making one for her daughter so she got like some she got yarn to make like a pink shark and then i knew i was going to make baby blanket um not baby baby size hats because when i first started i was like oh i can start and sell baby beanies i still haven't sold the baby beanies that was like the rough draft idea that never came to life um i said i want to sell baby beanies so i got like this blue yarn that looked really cute for like babies i don't looking back on it i don't really think it looks cute i would definitely pick like a different shade because it's like such a bland color and like there's like nothing unique about it it's just blue not even like a powder blue or like a midnight blue or a sky blue or or teal or whatever it's just blue like when you hear the word blue that's the color you're thinking of there's nothing special about it not even dark blue not even light blue just blue so then that's the color I got. And then we went back and we used to learn to crochet. So the, I cannot talk today. So first we started with the magic circle. And as you guys know, I hate the magic circle. Now, hate is a very strong word. It's still the right word, but it's still, it's a very strong word. It's still the correct word though. Don't get me wrong. I hate doing magic circles. Even though when I make my study buddies, I have to do them. And when I make my study buddies, it, I have to, like, do the magic circle, like, five times because I keep messing up. And that literally takes me the longest part. And I... No. No. But I still do prefer the magic circle over the chain method, though. Because I feel like... I don't know, but I've read that the magic circle is better than the chain method. And, like, I haven't read somewhere that said the chain method is better for, like, technique and, like, presence and style... So I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the chain method then 
Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do the chain. I mean, sorry, I'm going to do the magic circle then. And I still did magic circles. Now, back to the story. Um, At that time, I was learning the magic circle. But I said, you know, you guys know how I always say never give up. Well, I gave up. <laughs> I gave up. I said, no, we're not doing this. So my aunt actually had to start off the project for me. And she did like the magic circle in the first two rows. And then I did the rest of it. And so, yeah, don't give up, guys, even though I did. So I'm telling I'm, t- I'm telling you guys what not to do. OK, so I'm telling you guys what I did. And I'm saying don't do that. You know, learn from my mistakes. But I do suggest if it is your first time crocheting, I do suggest having someone else start off the magic circle for you. But like once you get the hang of crocheting, definitely learn to do it like this. Like when I got back from the summer, because I was only there for one month. I got back in the summer and then I sat there in the corner and I learned how to do that magic circle. I sat there for five minutes and I did it over and over and over. It's kind of like, you know, when you like go to like learn how to tie your shoe and you just like sit there and just keep tying it until it turns out right. Like, you know, like, okay, loop de loop the one bunny ear, the two bunny ears, why are there bunny on my shoes? I hope I don't step on them type of vibes. And they're like, oh my gosh, I got it. I got, I got it. I did it. I did it. It's kind of like that. But with, like, with the magic circle and like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm struggling to talk today, but it's kind of like that, but with like crocheting. I realized that I say like way too many times. Oh, well, (laughs) so she did like the magic circle and started off that for me. So then I continued to make, um, over the summer, we like slowly made the beanie and I went there like every, we worked on it like every other day, I think. And like, I would get like maybe a row or two done in a day. And now I can make a whole beanie in one day under 12 hours, which is like low key a flex for me, I guess. Only because the only thing I, the only thing I can compare it to is that like five, that one, that beanie took me a month to make and I can make it in 12 hours. So it's like flexing on myself from myself. Now I know tons of people who can make a beanie in like under three hours. That is not me. Props to you. You have some like, fast talented fingers that could not be me i feel like i do make amigurumi pretty quick though but in the end it's also a scam because i use blanket yarn so which should be really small actually turns out really big but let's not expose myself (laughs) anyways so that's what happened and then i learned to make the beanie and then here comes my first time crocheting on my own and also learning um yeah. Oh, I so the summer's over and I'm on the plane heading back to Florida. And I said, okay, let's whip out this beanie. So the, what happened was the beanie was finished, but I never got to crochet the little fin that goes on top. And this is where the, my favorite part of the story comes in. So basically I... My aunt said, here, you can just keep this hook. And it's the hook that I've been using, like, the whole summer. And I still have the hook today. I'm I'm going to hang it on my wall one day. That's, like, my, like, that's the hook I learned to crochet with, you know? Like, it still has my finger oils in there. I, I never use it. I never use that hook. But, like, that's the hook I first used to learn. I still have it. It's, like, so emotional for me. But anyway, so on the plane, get this, the funniest thing happened. So the person sitting next to me, so we're at two different aisles. 
but I'm on the end of one aisle, and they're on the end of their aisle, and we're both crocheting. Now, I'm making a beanie, and they're making, like, some lace tablecloth, which looked very complicated, and I was like, you got some talent, especially because I just learned how to crochet, and I was like, I don't know what type of sorcery this is, but I don't want to be around it. I don't want to be around it. So, yeah, they're making some table, and the even funnier... The person who was, like, waiting us, not waiting, I don't want to say the word waiting. What do you call, like, cabin crew? You know cabin crew? Like, what do you call them? I don't want to say waiters, but, like, well, I mean, I wouldn't see it as a mean way, but if anyone does see it as a mean way, I mean, it's in a nice way. I'm basically, like, the waiter person. The flight, flight attendant, that's what it's called, flight attendant. Okay, so the flight attendant also knew how to crochet. So he was already talking to the person next to me because, well, I'm a kid and they're an adult. And it'd be weird if he was just socializing with me, which would be weird, obviously. So he was socializing with the, the adult next to me who was crocheting. And they were talking about, like, how they crochet beanies and stuff like that. And I was just like, and when they were doing that, I pulled my yarn out of my, back out of my bag and started crocheting again because I took a break earlier. I pulled it out. I was trying to seem like a cool crochet. Just like that. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the cool kids. Don't talk to me. Hashtag whatever, you know. And I just pulled my yarn out, and I was like, you know, you know, like when you like cough to make someone notice you, <coughs> so they 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 can look at you and notice like whatever you're trying to show them. It was kind of like that. I was like, you know, crocheting, and every time they would glance over, I would try to crochet as fast as I can so I didn't seem slow. And like if someone like you can kind of tell when someone's a new crochet, like when they first start crocheting, because like you can tell sometimes. And I definitely knew that I looked like that. So every time they would glance over, I would, like, try to crochet as fast as I can. And I was, like, skipping stitches, too. And they were probably, like, laughing inside and felt really bad for me. But they didn't say anything, though. So I guess that was technically nice of them. Even though they they probably exchanged numbers and talked about me after. But that's kind of what, what happened. So now, and then you're probably saying, Kayla, what does this have to do with your journey well that wait <laughs> what <laughs> no i cannot explain you're probably saying Kayla, what does this have to do? honestly you're probably not even saying this i'm the only one saying this i'm just saying this to set up the plot for the next thing i'm going to say so i'm probably saying this that you're probably saying that quote <laughs> quote caleb what does this have to do caleb how does this Ugh, Caleb, why is this? What am I trying to say? Caleb, um, how did... Oh, yeah, so Caleb, how are you famous now? What does that have to do with the famous story? I'm getting there. Be patient, everyone. But first, we have to talk about our sponsor for today's podcast, eBay. So whether you're looking for a rare dead stock or the latest release, eBay has the exact pair of shoes that you are looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair of shoes you have been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozen of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects the seller with a verified return process. 
And let's say you're not a sneaker buyer, you're a sneaker seller. Well, guess what? eBay is also the place for you. eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and a unique selection. Okay, so back with our journey of crocheting. So we left it off on the plane, right? You know, how I was trying to cause attention to myself, trying to be the main character for once, For once, you know, hashtag main character vibes. Well, little did I know I was going to be a main character soon enough. So we got back home to Florida. Now I, now I know how to crochet. So from there, you know, I did a little bit of like some little projects and I think they all turned out like really bad and they're probably in the trash now. Um, but we don't talk about that. Like, shh, shh. So now comes, I want to say October. Now in Florida, it's not really cold, but on certain days, it's nice and chilly outside. And a lot of my friends were like, Hey Caleb, you know how to crochet, right? I was like, yeah, you know, just one of my many hidden talents. And they're like, what can we get some beanies? And I was like, well, I'm not, we'll pay for it. Oh, sure. Yes. Definitely, 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 yeah. H- how many do you want? What color? What size? Yeah. So this, I want to say that this was a spark of my crochet business because it kind of was the spark of my crochet business. So three of my friends, or was it two? Three of my friends wanted some crochet beanies and we were all going to like match for this thing that we go to because there's like this like thing that's held annually every year and we, we wanted to go to it. So it's like a fall festival thing. So, you know, we, I made all of us matching beanies. Well, the one I made for myself ended up not fitting because I have a big head, but. <laughs> no, could I cut that out? Um, basically that um, they had some beanies and this was a start in my crochet business because, you know, I wasn't really planning on selling anything, but that was when I realized that people will actually pay me to crochet stuff and I was like okay bet don't gotta tell me twice so at the time I was in seventh grade and you know when you're in seventh grade like you don't really get paid if you like 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 if, if you're like me and you live in a household like you don't really get paid for doing chores and like you're too young to get a job and you don't really have like any family near you where you can do like chores and stuff for them because remember like they live in different states where I visit for vacation so I can't really, I can't do like the rate to leaves things or like anything that other people do so like you really have no money and like if you even if you get like a five dollar bill once in a while you have to make that last until you get another five dollar bill and at the time you know in seventh grade I feel like seventh grade is really where you start like seventh grade is kind of like where you start getting social media too and that kind of like influences new things you're like oh my gosh I have to buy this Oh my gosh, I have to have to buy this. And like, you just want to like impulse buy everything, but you're like, you have no money. And you're always asking your parents, can I have some money for this? I'm like, no. And the next day, can I have some money for this? No. And the one day you really want something really, really bad, they're like, no, we gave you money the other day. Something you, that you didn't really want. So you're like, oh my gosh, I need a job. But you can't get a job because you're only in seventh grade and you're like, what, 13? 14. You're only like, what, 13? Yeah, there is 13. You're only 13 and no one's going to hire a 13 year old. So you're like, what do I do? Well, at the time I made my friends three beanies and I got some money. So that lasted me a while 
And with that money, I kind of invested it back into it. No, I didn't really invest all of it back into it because this, this was like the first time I had money. So, you know, I had to like get all the things I've been eyeing for a while. But a little tip, this is what I do now. It's called like the two week thing. So if you see something you want, wait two weeks. And then if you still want it after the two weeks, get it. And then what I suggest is wait two weeks, go to the store, see it in person like one more time, and then wait one more week. And then if you still want it, buy it. And like, that's like almost a whole month. And it sounds like a long time and it is a long time, but like by the end, you'll be surprised that half of the time by the end of the two weeks that I don't even want it anymore. Now there's some things that I still want, but like sometimes I'm like, I really want this like t-shirt or something, but it's like 10 bucks. I wait two weeks and then if I still want it, I'll get it. And if I don't want it, and then if I don't want it, I'm like, well, it's a good thing I waited two weeks then because then I just would be wearing a t-shirt I don't like. So that's a little, that's a little life hack, hashtag life hacks with Caleb. You know, I, I could, I'm a, I'm a crocheter. I'm a life hack. Like someone just put me on TikTok already. Someone just put me on TikTok already. Oh my gosh, I should make a podcast episode where it's like TED Talk for crocheters. Okay, thank you, Caleb, for that awesome idea. Look, see, look at that, inspiring myself. I can be a TED Talk person. Not TikTok, TED Talk. Well, also TikTok, but we're not there yet. So now we're fast forwarding. So we're right now we're in August. So we started off in March 2019. Then we went to summer to 2019. And then we went to September slash October 2019, in case you're lost. So now we're fast forwarding to 2020, hashtag year of Miss Rona. Um, so now it is March. And throughout like January through March, I was like, oh, this is eighth grade or seventh grade? Hold up. This is eighth grade year. Because you graduate. No. So you have the summer. And she taught you year 2019. So in 2019 in the summer you go to your next class and you're still that okay this is eighth grade not seventh grade um go ahead and forget that whole impulse buying stuff well actually no that's still relevant yeah so as i was saying like you want to impulse buy everything so i was in eighth grade and so throughout the school year like after that through like december through like march when quarantine started i was like i want to start like crocheting and selling things but at the time i didn't really have time because like i was like a straight-A student if you don't count math class where I had a B, but we don't talk about that because I was literally scammed because, you know, you, you guys know that I'm slow. So putting me in a math class, knowing that I am slow, is you already know I'm going to fail. And then, so, you know, all A is in B, hashtag honor roll things. Um, not anymore because I'm an online student, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> so, ew, what was that laugh? That sounded like, ew, that was creeping me out. So, and then I was also class president. I was also class president too and planning like all the fundraisers and graduation. So I literally had time for nothing. But get this, here comes March. Now we're in quarantine and I, there's, we have nothing to do because we're in quarantine for the first two weeks and we don't even know if school's coming back after the first two weeks. So we're, I was like, okay, this is my moment to start selling. And at that time, I knew that I'm, I, that was like when I first discovered Amigurumi like a couple months back because like I've seen it like all over the place on Instagram and I was like, okay. So I hear that Amigurumi is like a thing and people like to buy some animals and dolls. So what if I start doing Amigurumi and then later I'll branch out to do my beanies, the baby beanies. 
keep hold of that those baby beanies i'm still thinking about it guys so i'm still thinking about doing those <laughs> and then so i was like sure so i made the worst after that i made the decision to crochet a giraffe which was the worst decision in my whole entire life but yet a good decision it definitely wasn't the best decision it was the worst and a good decision at the same time i don't want to say the worst and the best because it was definitely not the best so i decided to crochet this giraffe and this giraffe took me a whole entire month to crochet and at this time i'm like not even in school so i'm working on it all day so it actually took me a month do you guys want the rundown so it took me a month to crochet it and then a whole week to sew on the body pieces now the reason that i said this was the worst project because it took so long but the reason why it was also the best project is because it took me a month long to make it because every time i messed up i would redo the i would redo it so i've redone like the arm like eight different times until i finally got it right and i would redo the face and this because the face and snot are connected i would keep redoing it until i got it right because when you first learn amigurumi it's like a whole new thing of crocheting there's crocheting and then there's amigurumi like it's like so crocheting is like a regular class and then amigurumi is like a honors ap class in high school so it's like a whole other level and you're like whoa i did not ask for all this i just wanted to make a little cute stuffed animal you know so that giraffe took me a whole month because i kept doing it over and over and over and does it does a giraffe still have a lot of mistakes on it that i can like visibly see and i'm not even wearing my glasses so you know it's even worse Yes, it does have a lot of mistakes, but did I make, did I, did I go through and not give up? Yes. And now I have a giraffe, you know, hashtag giraffe vibes. And I also want a pet giraffe, but I don't think that's legal and it probably wouldn't fit under my roof. So I think the stuffed animal will do good for now. So after that, um, I said, okay, I think amigurumi's for me. I've took the time to learn it and I'm going to make some stuff with it. So then comes um, June. So on June, because that giraffe project took me from like March to April, and then in May was like the last month of school. So I'm like, you know, like you're trying to focus really hard on grades to like finish the school off, finish the school year off with good grades. So we didn't really do anything in May. And then in March, not March, sorry, July, in July, in June, in June, June, June 2020, I said, okay, for the first two weeks, we're going to crochet this blanket because I also wanted, I couldn't decide between selling finished products and being a pattern tester. So in June 2020, I tested out being a pattern tester for the first time. I made this blanket and I want, it went pretty well, except at the time I couldn't crochet like as fast. So like everyone else in like the group was like so ahead of me like by the time like i've gotten to the parts that like mess ups are already and like i could give tips on to fix like other people have already given those tips and i i felt like i wasn't really contributing anything besides just like the finished product which you can use for like a photo but like that's not really helpful so also i didn't even get to finish the blanket because <laughs> i had to keep redoing a bunch of things because her like the pattern like, like, obviously, no offense, but, like, the pattern, there was, like, it was a blanket, but, like, this blanket was, like, a design blanket, so there's like, diamonds throughout the whole thing, and, like, I guess the way they did it, like, the way they were in and out was, like, weird. Let me stop saying, like, 
the way it was written out was really weird. So, like, it was hard to follow along through, and I had to keep redoing it and redoing it, and then, like, emailing them, oh, this part needs to be fixed. And then I have to wait, like, a whole day for them to email me back, and then I could finally do that row. But then the next row, there's also mistakes, so I have to email them again, and then they would take a whole other day to email me back. And it was a low-key mess. But at the same time, I it was nice to see, like, what pattern testing is like, because at the time, I couldn't decide. And now I know that, okay, Amigurumi is definitely for me. And while pattern testing is fun, like, I don't think I could ever be a pattern tester. And if I would, it wouldn't be for, like, big things like blankets that take up to, like, three weeks. It would definitely be for, like, something small that I I can make under a week. Because I don't, I, like, I don't know. (laughs) That's just me, I guess. I'm just weird. (laughs) This podcast is already, like, over the time limit, but we're going to keep going because the story's not even done yet. I don't know. Should I do a part two? I don't. I don't want to do a part two though. But, oh my! We didn't even talk about the WIPs either. Okay. I guess we're gonna have to do two parts. So that was the first part. In next week's video, we're going to have to talk about. Okay, so today we talked about the beginning of the first crochet hook story, and then my crochet journey part one. And this was honestly super quick because I talk a lot, and then I never get to the point. I, I like that I talk a lot, but then I'm also like, oh, I'll get to the point, Caleb. And then we miss it all. So we, t- we talked, like right now, I'm getting off sidetracked it. So we kind of talked about, we talked about the first part of my crochet journey. And I guess you would say how I started to learn how to crochet. So I feel like today was really more like a trailer uh, for next week. Because next week is really, next week is really like when we get into like how I got, how I went viral on TikTok one week and then went viral on TikTok again the next week. And how I, like, went viral on Instagram. And how I went viral on Pinterest. And how I, like, gained such a huge following all through crocheting. And how I got best player on Etsy. And how I, like, sold out my Etsy shop as a small business. I opened my I opened my Etsy shop. And I sold 30 items. Sold out 30 items within three days. And I started it with a 0% following. So, it's a lot of stuff to get into. And I don't want to, like, rush through it. Because there's so much good stuff there. And I already, I'm like thinking back, there's like a couple things I missed for today too, which I guess you guys will just never get to know. Well, you'll get to know, but not in this week's podcast later. If you ever ask me, like if you ever run into me and Joanne, I'll, I'll give you a quick little rundown. Next week, I already talking about next week. Um, also, I do want to say thank you because this week I reached out to my Etsy shop at Crocheting Worlds and I got three orders and I was super excited because I haven't, I, um, like stopped making stuff for like February because I was like um I did like a huge restock in January but it was like I'm making the same things so I kept making the same things so the last two weeks I've been working on some new things and I'm working on so many new things throughout spring break so there's gonna be so much new content and I cannot wait for you guys to see it all and I'm now I'm talking about random stuff again but um thank you guys all for listening to my podcast I really do appreciate Oh my gosh, I can't talk. I really do appreciate that you guys listen to these and I hope you enjoy them. If you ever have like, um, what is it called? Positive critiques? Constructive criticism. It, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Like, please call me out on it and please like let me know what I can do better because like some of my friends have been like listening to them. One of my friends, um, Elise at SO Crochet. Is it SO Crochet? I always spell it wrong. It's like S Crochet. I think she's probably listening to this right now too. She, like, always, she gives me tips on my podcast, and, like, I can, it's literally making it better. 
is making it better. So I know that. So if you guys have tips, literally please help me out because I'm a mess. If you guys could please download today's podcast, I would appreciate it so, so much. It really helps me out. And last thing before I forget, um, today's Tuesday, right? So today, tomorrow, and Thursday is the last day to enter my crochet strawberry cow giveaway on my Instagram at Crocheting World. I'm doing a giveaway for a strawberry cow because I reached 10k on Instagram and you guys should definitely go enter it because it's a strawberry cow for free. So if you want a strawberry cow, definitely go check out my Instagram. I will see you guys next week to talk about my crochet journey part two. But um, one last thing. While you're downloading this, if you feel like it, um, I'm just like, if you could please just, I don't know, maybe subscribe and also leave a review out if it's too much to ask for. But like, you know, um, I'll see you on the verse later. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm hungry. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.